it's sports day. Welcome sports. in. Come on in. It's all the sports. We're doing all the things, and we're here too. We got a small audience here, of course. Welcome in to the PHNX D-backs podcast. My name is Derek Monty, occasionally known as your mayor of this in a sane, insane asylum. This guy over here is the vice mayor, also known as your Thunderstick, the one and only Jesse Friedman. The biggest, you know, Arizona sports news of the day, mm-hmm. Derek, yep. is is Dre Jameson, who Obviously. threw two solid innings. Uh, in in the Cactus League game today against the San Francisco Giants, uh, the Coyotes very quiet day for them. They did certainly stuff. nothing happening in the Suns world. Suns are playing um, a basketball game. Yeah, it's no big deal. I don't Whatever. think the Cardinals have made any coaching hirings uh, in recent days no, either. No, so I it's pretty much just all Diamondbacks. It's just it, well, all it's around spring around training. Here. It's our time. Their time is up. Our time is now. You know how that goes around here. But of course, this show is brought to you by the fine folks at the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top rated sportsbook app. Yes, we know it's Kevin Durant day. You guys are probably here just because you didn't change over your YouTube uh, to the watch along. But thank God for <laughs> those of you that stuck around. Uh, we're very excited, though, because the Arizona Diamondbacks starting rotation battle is heating up. Uh, and Dre Jamison is not making the decision any easier on the front office when it comes to who exactly is going to get that fifth rotation spot. He was so good today. So good. Dre Jamison, six up, six down. Kind of an odd situation. We didn't mention this in recent days, but Dre Jamison pitched on three days rest today. Four days. Well, I mean, it's all semantics, right? It's like he pitched one day short, whether you want to call that three days of rest or like technically a pitcher normally pitches on four days of rest, Mm -hmm. I would argue, Mm because there's only four full days between their starts. But anyway, I'm getting I'm getting bogged down in the weeds here. The point is is what he does. The point is every day that Dre Jamison uh, pitched on one fewer (laughs) day of rest today than he normally would. We didn't really ever get a straight answer from the Diamondbacks on exactly why this was. We didn't get a straight (laughs) answer from Dre Jamison himself. He didn't know. He basically he, just he said, said yeah, know. I don't know why this happened. Um, it's like kind of a weird move, especially early on in spring training. You're very careful with with guys' workloads. You want to make sure nobody's throwing too many pitches too early, uh, that there's kind of this natural buildup process. Uh, so kind of a weird move uh, for the D-backs on that front. But uh, Dre Jamison pitching outstanding game today nonetheless. The Arizona Diamondbacks have obviously an excessive number of pitchers on their depth chart right now. When you look at their starting rotation, uh, it currently consists of nine guys. So, so they just have to do a nine-man rotation. That's all that we're saying. Yeah. Is that Tori yeah. is going to go with the nine-man rotation, obviously, and <laughs> it's going to just shock the baseball world. No, uh, they they have literally a, a four-man rotation just of the younger guys that are technically vying for this spot. And I mean, we have Tommy Henry, Ryan Nelson, Dre Jamison, Brandon Fott. Right now, they don't really need Zach Gallon, Merrill Kelly, or Madison Bumgarner to really pitch. Zach Davies, it was good to see him. <laughs> that's a that's a hot take. They don't need Zach Gallon no, to pitch. No, but you know what I mean. <laughs> they're, they're fine. They have enough. Excuse me. Uh, <laughs> let me finish the sentence. Yeah. In spring training, they don't need them to pitch in spring training, right? Like they know what they have out of them, and honestly, they can have them pitch uh, in, in the backlot games or in the in yeah. YBP. There's other that's ways fair. to give them opportunities to make sure that they're fresh and they're ramping up. Uh, but also not having them in some of these live games where they're not going to really pitch very many innings anyway. Yeah, Merrill Kelly is is set to pitch on Friday. Uh, we also have Ryan Nelson uh, making a start tomorrow. Oh. I don't believe the Diamondbacks have announced who's starting this weekend. We've been told that Madison Bumgarner 
is not there yet, that he will not be starting this weekend. I don't believe Zach Gallon will start this weekend either. He's there. Um, he just means he's not there yet as in starting, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. He's at Salt River Fields. He's oh, just at, yes. Yeah. Yes. No, he has arrived. We have, we have seen <laughs> yes. and talked with Madison Bumgarner yes. at this point. Um, but yeah, and as far as appearing in an actual Cactus League game, it's going to be a few more days for him. Um, but yeah, we've been told that there are no injury concerns or anything like that. Both Zach Gallon and Madison Bumgarner per Torrey Lovello are 100% full go. He said that very confidently today. So I wouldn't be too concerned just yet that we haven't seen those guys in I games. Mean, what do you need to see out of those guys anyway, right? I mean, I, I mean, out of Madison Bumgarner, you probably need to see quite a bit. Uh, no, I mean, of course, <laughs> we, but we know how they're already leaning. We know what direction they're leaning yeah. right? as far as those decisions go. So Pretty much Merrill Kelly is the only one of the four that actually needs to get ready because of his participation in the World Baseball Classic. And again, because of that upcoming WBC, uh, it really does feel like the Diamondbacks are just kind of ahead of the schedule overall. But uh, today's start was impressive because Dre Jamison obviously is one of those four guys that is vying for that final starting rotation spot. And not only did did he look good, but he he kind of got better as as his outing went on. It was a very short outing, only two innings, um, but he he struck out two in his second inning of work. Uh, he had an incredible uh, strikeout of uh, Piscotti, right? Stephen Piscotti, yeah. man, he really carved him up. I know it's one at bat, and Stephen Piscotti is not exactly the. Uh, cream of the crop in the National yeah, League sure. at this point. But <laughs> it was still, yeah, I mean, he just dotted the glove. Uh, he threw a, a high fastball at 97 miles an hour. That's how he got the strike out of Piscotti. So, um, and it yeah. was that high in the that high in the strike zone, yeah. you know, fastball that that uh, Stromy absolutely loves. And he's Brent, making Brent sure Strom everybody loves does. him a, a high <laughs> fastball. Yes. You know that. Uh, but it was also uh, the, the, the following strikeout of Giants catcher Roberto Perez, that was uh, especially interesting because Dre Jamison went down 3-0 in the count and ends up striking Perez out. And this guy over here asked <laughs> Jamison uh, what his thoughts were when he was down 3-0 to Perez. And he had uh, what, what, what I've been calling a, an unnecessarily aggressive response uh, in a situation that didn't call for it uh, once again, which is what he's just he's just. He's just frequently aggressive in situations that don't call for it. That's Dre Jameson's kind of uh, personality. But here's what he had to say about going down 3-0 and having the batter swing uh, at his pitch. Don't swing on me 3-0. No, no, no. <laughs> I, that puts fire in my blood, and I uh, something clicks when that happens. So it's more of like a, I'm not going to walk this guy. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you just fight and... When someone swings three on you, it gives you a little more edge and you attack even harder. I love it. I love his answer so much. I felt much. like he was going to attack me in <laughs> yeah, that moment. Yeah, I thought he was, was going like, to hit Jesse. I, I really did. swing yeah. 3-0. Yeah. That wasn't me. Uh, no, this, is a, this was fascinating, though, because I don't know. Like, at least I personally haven't viewed uh, a hitter swinging 3-0 as being like a like a super gutsy thing or like a slide at the pitcher or yeah, anything like, like that. Like some sort of attack on them because obviously yeah. the idea there is that, that you should keep your bat on your shoulder and see if you get the walk, yeah, right? Yeah, it's and something we don't see often, but I don't necessarily think that like, oh, if you swing 3-0, like the pitcher's going to have it out for yeah. you or anything necessarily. <laughs> but that clearly is how Dre Jameson this. Dre's on the mound going, you son of a bitch, right? <laughs> so don't ever, that, that, that's, that's a warning. Don't ever swing on his 3-0 pitch. But uh, the things, uh, honestly, right now, 
for, with these starts for Jamison, Nelson, and Fott, uh, especially, is that every start seems critical at this point. And uh, again, uh, Jamison was asked about you know the competition and what he you know what he's doing out there, what he can do to kind of win this spot. You're going to get the same answer out of a lot of out of a lot of these guys. I mean, they can only control what they can control, but at the end of the day, they all are trying to go out there, make an impression, and so far. Uh, these, these, these last couple of starts between Fott and Jamison, uh, don't, don't help solve the problem at all, but this is what he had to say about the competition. To be honest, it doesn't feel any different. I mean, I'm going out there, I'm competing. Um, and at the end of the day, it's out of my control of what happens. Um, I mean, it's in my control what happens on the field, but off the field and decision wise, it's not my, in my control. So I just go out there, I do what I need to do to the best of my capability and whatever happens, happens. Do you feel any more established? Um, no, I mean, I'm still the young buck. I'm still <laughs> fighting for a spot, like you said, but you just take those out of, take that out of like the equation and I'm just out competing, whatever happens, happens. It's that second part there that I find really interesting because obviously yeah, we've same. talked a bit about the established part of it. And Ryan Nelson and Dre Jamison have done a great job of establishing themselves as viable major leaguers with their performances last year. But, you know, to, for him to say he doesn't really feel that, I mean, it's understandable. He didn't have a lot of starts. He really still has a lot to prove. It just, you know, you would feel like he might have some sort of uh, at least a little bit of a leg up on the competition when it came to especially Brandon Fott, who still hasn't pitched in the majors. Yeah, yeah. I was a little surprised by this as well. I mean, he only threw, what, 24 innings in the big leagues last Correct. year. So. So it's not like Dre Jamison, you know, through 100 innings or anything. So I understand why he still kind of feels like, uh, you know, he, along with a lot of other guys, have to come in and, and prove it. They don't really have any guarantees or anything coming into spring training. Um, however, I do think that Dre Jamison does have maybe some leg up coming in. Just the fact that the Diamondbacks have already called him up. He already has had success in the big leagues, uh, whereas Brandon Fott has yet to pitch in the majors and Tommy Henry um, has yet to have a whole lot of consistent success uh, in the majors. So uh, I feel like he maybe has a little bit of a leg up, um, but from his perspective, he, maybe he doesn't view it that way, right? He He's coming in and, and thinks he's basically starting from zero and, and has to prove every opportunity yeah. that he gets. It's probably a pretty good mindset. There's a there's a reason that Dre Jamison is a pro athlete and and I'm, you know, sitting here doing this. So, mm -hmm. yeah, that's uh, true. Yeah. 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 You fully agree with that. I fully yeah, agree with that. I fully agree 100% with that. <laughs> uh, well, here's the thing. Dre Jamison has lived up to a couple of things. Ben in the comments says it's don't fuck with Dre Day. Look, that's a that in general <laughs> is a tough moniker to live up to, right? Being called Dre, having all the comparisons to Dr. Dre, uh, obviously Dre Day, the chronic. There's a lot of things there, right? Here's the other thing. Uh, he also adopted that 99 number, which, as we've told you, we talked to him about, and he fully understands what that means, and he's fully ready. And he wears cool shoes. And he wears, the, he wears amazing shoes, yeah. by the way. Actually, today we were given – it was like they were still bright and amazing, but they just weren't uh, the, uh, the, the normal – over-the-top incredible shoes that we're used to seeing him they wear. They were still pretty bright and colorful. They were awesome. When I, when I asked Dre Jameson about his shoes after the game, I got confused between the cleats that he wore on the field and the shoes that he wore like after he took his cleats off, which were very ordinary looking. So I was very confused yeah. from him. I was like, there's yeah. no way you wore these in a game. Right. And sure enough, right. I was confused. And uh, they were still very colorful. And I think he had like the Indianapolis skyline yes. uh, on the back yeah, it was part his, of the shoe his, his as hometown, well. right? Is that yeah, that's hometown, where he's from? Yeah. Indianapolis, yeah. yeah. 
And spoiler alert, I don't know if I should tell people this, but apparently a Scooby-Doo design is on the way. I, apparently. I, just, I threw Ooh, that out there. I put news. it out there. Breaking go. news. But I love his attitude that we've gotten to know him. The more that uh, this man is 100% uh, going to back up uh, every comparison to Dr. Dre and every rap song, uh, you know. Dre Day, by the way, uh, for the, those of you that are curious, uh, I was very young when that song came out, but that did not keep it, me from shoplifting it uh, from my local warehouse records because I was too young <laughs> to purchase it uh, due to the parental advisory uh, sticker. So uh, there you that go. That tracks, Derek. It does track. That, that really, does track. Uh, no surprises Yeah, there. like you're not going to stop me. You know that. Today I didn't even have a pass and I still got into the, the stadium over there. But that's because, you know, there's, there's two things. Uh, people find me charming. Um, older yeah. people find me charming, yeah. uh, women find me charming and especially okay. older women, they definitely find me charming, but, um, <laughs> I, I can't wait for the start of this season because uh, of course the diamondbacks start on the road in Los Angeles. It's going to be an incredible test right out of the gate for them just to see how they look and how they can compete with one of the best teams in the division. Hopefully Jesse and I can get on the road, jump in a car together, go on a road trip, uh, and, and go see this team in Los Angeles because I love road trips and more than just loving road trips. I love stopping at convenience stores here in the Valley, uh, to load up for road trips. Uh, Jesse, what, what are you, what are you picking up when you go in to a convenience store Ooh. for a road trip gas mm. station, convenience store, road trip food? Yeah, that's a, that's a good question. Um, well, I'm definitely hitting the restroom, first of all. Oh, that's, 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 that's a no-brainer. See, no that's so responsible of you. Yeah, and of but I'm course, just, I'm I just should not have expected anything the, less. Arguably, the best way to judge one of those places is by the quality of the He's restroom. He's not wrong. I mean, you could go with what other, like maybe, because some of those, especially when you're on a long road trip, they have the uh, the, the places to eat inside, you know, right. like well, the fast food restaurants. Or something but there, but yeah. Jesse's right. You can really judge the quality of a convenience store by the restroom and by their and, snacks and by the snacks and i by guess the, the snacks. snacks are pretty important um too. of course uh we know jesse's uh occupation prior uh to this and those of you that know me know that prior to this show i was a certified snackologist i went to the university of snackology uh, and along <laughs> with my friend tim uh, we actually had a system of picking eating and rating snacks that we stole from a completely other podcast uh, and we rated snacks and I am uh, an official snackologist, so I'm proud. I am proud to announce uh, that we here at PHNX are partnering with the good folks at Circle K, uh, and I will be getting all the snacks. Look at this thing rolling in behind me. It's just it's the snacks. It's so you see that? I just asked for snacks, and snacks roll in, uh, and they're here. We got some kettle cooked chips here, ooh, ooh. Uh, and this is what's happening. Hey, I, I got to maneuver up these. Thing. You got to maneuver it. Oh, yeah, yeah. I also wait. Give me some of these. Oh, yeah, I want some of these blue sharks. These are amazing too. Um, so shout out to our friends from Circle K. We are so excited to be officially partnering with the good friends, good folks at Circle K. We're allowed, Jesse, to, we're allowed to open these, we, right? We are, yeah. They're not. These aren't stage snacks, okay. Jesse. All these right. are real goddamn snacks, and they are delicious, and they are amazing, and we thank our friends at Circle K for providing them. Uh, of course, you know where Circle K is. They're all around the valley. Uh, they were featured in one of the greatest movies of all time, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Uh, I watched that film at a Circle K. It was one of the greatest experiences of my life. While I was there at the Circle K watching a movie that featured the scene in Circle K at that Circle K in Tempe, I was chatting with the writer of the movie in England. It was the most surreal experience Ooh. I've ever had. Uh, but, of course, Circle K, 
has brought me so much joy in my life. And we are excited to partner with our friends at Circle K. Check out your local Circle K for the best coffee, beer, and snack selection. Of course, highly rated snacks coming from a snackologist. These are like, they have like their own brand oh, yeah. of, of chip. And they're amazing. And they're very good. They're very good. Well, Peach rings, yeah. No, I mean, seriously. Sometimes the big companies, they forget. They forget how to do snacks right. Circle K, they know how to do snacks right. Not only that, they're the official partner uh, of Arizona Diamondback. So happy to partner together with our friends from Circle K. Uh, look out for freebies and giveaways down the road. And, of course, my ratings on their wonderful snacks because I got to get those out there as well. But shout out to Circle K. We are so excited. Make sure to text PHNX to 31310 to potentially win a $500 gas card. Check that out. Uh, it's like uh, the most valuable giveaway item we've can ever I, had. Can I, can I, enter far. That? I can't enter that, can I? Uh, no, he's saying no, but then he's like, he's on the, he's on the fence about it, but. What he's right. saying is you can text the number and theoretically you could win, but they're not going to give it to you yeah, if yeah. you do. Yeah, that's, what, that's fine. That's fine. But you guys can win and that's who it's all about. So make sure to text PHNX to 31310 to win $500 gas card. Like you said, that's that's the most valuable thing. Um, and also maybe, I don't know, uh, maybe stop and get some snacks while you're there. That yeah. might also be top a good thing. Snacks, top notch snacks, top notch restroom. Oh, yeah. And the gasoline works. Yes. So the gasoline yeah. does work in your yeah. car, it causes it to go. So, uh, also, you know, they have the one thing that I forgot about when we put in our little order of, of Saul going and picking us up some snacks was that they have all sorts of hot food, which I haven't eaten all day. My day has consisted 100% of snacks, mm. uh, which is kind of okay. But, uh, they have taquitos, they have hot dogs, they have all sorts of wonderful things. So, Make sure to check out Circle K. You know what you got. Uh, shout out to them, of course. And we are very excited to have them as as a partner. Uh, also, we thank you guys for being here. We know you guys have better things to do tonight. We understand. It's fine. We wouldn't have held it against you. But those of you that are here, God bless you. Thank you so much for being here. If you haven't done so already, make sure to subscribe to the PHNX Sports YouTube channel. Uh, sign up for notifications. That way you don't miss when any of our shows go live, even when three of them are going on at the same time. Uh, <laughs> you can also uh, leave us a little thumbs up just to let us know that we are, you know, kind of doing a good job and that, you know, you, you again, you have other things to do, but just drop that thumbs up and Jesse will feel great about it. Uh, also, if you're listening to us now on your favorite audio podcasting app, which I'm assuming most of you are at this point, but uh, make sure to subscribe and, and leave us a review if you haven't done so already. Uh, thank you guys so much for that. Uh, of course, I'm getting through this night and the fact that Jesse and I have to sit here on the other side of a pillar, not being able to see the Suns game and how KD is doing uh, <laughs> by drinking a delicious beer from our friends at Four Peaks. Of course, there's so many sporting events just going on right now in this office, let alone in the month of March. Uh, spring training tours are going on right now at the 8th Street Pub all throughout March. So make sure if you're here in town. If you stop it in or if you just if you live here and you want to go check out the 8th Street Pub and get a tour, make sure to do that over at Four Peaks. You can uh, check out their events calendar at calendar at fourpeaks.com backslash events. And you can also follow them on, on social at Four Peaks Brew. Our friends at Four Peaks will be out at the M3F Festival March 3rd and 4th. Uh, grab your tickets at the M3F Fest.com now and enjoy excuse me and enjoy a wow wheat beer while you're there. Must be 21 years or older to enjoy responsibly. Uh, well, Jesse, we know that the Arizona Diamondbacks have a good farm system. We know that their prospects are very highly rated. We've been talking about it nonstop throughout the offseason. But uh, Baseball America released today their top five farm systems in baseball. And let's take a look at what where the Diamondbacks ended up. 
it's a pretty good position, right? Right, cozied up next to our friends in Baltimore. Those those darn Orioles, man. Oh, they're always just a step ahead of us. It feels like, but uh, very interesting here. Obviously, a very good sign that the Diamondbacks are rated so highly, the second uh, best farm system in baseball, according to Baseball America. But uh, there's some there's some things here that I don't like, Jesse. Uh, obviously, you don't Bal- like the team that's number three. Yeah. Uh, basically that's basically it i mean baltimore arizona and cleveland have a lot of things in common there right uh but these other two guys don't like that they are who they are and that they are also on this list the Mm -hmm. dodgers and the mets both being uh two of the top five highest spending teams in baseball with the mets taking that crown this year i believe i don't know it's between the mets and the padres i think the mets still spent more money but man the padres seem to also be trying to outdo them but uh, yeah, Jesse, not great that two of the best teams in baseball already uh, roster-wise and financially are also two of the best farm systems in baseball. Yeah, I mean, I think I think there's really three teams that there's kind of a consensus as being a top-tier farm system in baseball. Those are the Orioles, the Diamondbacks, and the Dodgers, which is which is one, two, three for Baseball America. Correct. Um, but if you look at all the other lists that have that have come out, those three teams are in the top five for all of them, except for Bleacher Report. They have the Diamondbacks at number 12, uh, but it's Bleacher Report. So, uh, no, I don't want to take a shot at Bleacher Report. I want to take a shot at Bleacher maybe Report. Maybe you want to take a shot shall at Bleacher I? Report. I mean, should I? I mean, don't, don't, oh, don't, put me in, don't make me put you in the same category as the Pakoda guys. Let me tell you that much right uh, now. Right, yeah. We, the, the beef with Pakoda will, will live on for uh. quite some time, I'm sure. But, uh, but yeah, the, the Dodgers and the Diamondbacks and the Orioles, all consensus top-tier farm systems. The Mets was a bit of a surprise for me. I haven't really seen the Mets rank that high. Anywhere um, else. Really, anywhere else. Right. Yeah, I think Bleacher Report had them seventh, but that's that's about all I've seen with the Mets. And they're obviously drunk, so clearly, I don't. Clearly, I'm yes. counting um, what they say. No, I mean, the, the reason the D-backs are so high is is because of all of this talent that's like right on the brink of the of making the big leagues right i mean it's not rocket science right when you have corbin carroll um obviously as being either the number one or number two prospect in baseball depending on who you ask uh baseball america counts gabriel moreno um as still being eligible for their prospect list so they're probably factoring him in as well which is a big reason why the diamondbacks overall are so high with the number of prospects that they have on Baseball America's top 100 list. Yeah. And then, you know, I mean, the list goes on, right? Brandon Fott, uh, Ryan Nelson, and and Dre Jameson didn't make many top 100 lists, but they're probably right, just barely off the top 100 if they didn't make a top 100. So uh, there's a lot of depth here for the D-backs of potentially high-level impact talent that's like right on the brink of the big leagues. Uh, it will be interesting. I do have to say it will be interesting to see what happens like mid-season, uh, when a lot of these guys graduate off of this list, like Corbin Carroll won't be a top uh, eligible for to be a top prospect for right. much longer, most likely. Uh, Brandon Fodge, Dre Jameson, Ryan Nelson, those guys are kind of all in the same boat. So this could change in the relatively near future. But for right now, I mean, you're going to it's hard to find a better collection of top tier major league ready talent than what the Diamondbacks have. I think we'll still see Drew Jones and Jordan Lawler continue to be ranked very high. But like you said, after that, it really there really is going to be a drop off. And they might be more like 10th or something by mid season. I think it'll still be good, but I don't think it'll be great anymore at that point. And I think that there's other things to consider, too, besides just those big names. 
Uh, we've seen a lot of Dominic, uh, both Canzone and Fletcher, this uh, in spring <laughs> training. The Dominics. Uh, there was a Dominics-only field at one point. Uh, there's also, uh, you know, Bryce Jarvis and a lot of other names that we doubt we will see on the major league roster yeah. this year that could Blake emerge. Walston, another interesting yeah, name yeah. for sure. And yeah. that's been considered very high on the Diamondbacks prospects list for, for a while now. So I think those guys will get more of an opportunity once these players graduate. But uh, yeah, I do think that they have some pretty special talent uh, kind of, you know, scheduled down the line that, that some of those guys are still going to be in the minor league system. It's just once fought Carroll and Moreno are off this list uh, you know, again, there's a chance that the Diamondbacks might only have the remaining two or three guys ranked in the top 100 prospects list a- after that point. So, yeah, but I don't care. I don't give a damn. I, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> like there, there's going to be ups and downs with every team's farm system. And the fact that the Diamondbacks were in such a bad position before Mike Hazen took over as GM of this team and where they've gotten to how long their team has now had a farm system that's been in the top 10. And more importantly, how these guys now are turning into elite baseball players at a major league level, right? Like that, that yeah. for me is the thing that's more telling is the fact that the guys that they've called up in the last year, uh, Alec Thomas, I mean, Jake McCarthy obviously was called up at the end of 2020, but still he, he really emerged last year. The, the pitching duo of Jamison and Nelson, like there's just a lot of young guys that have come up and 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 found success and i think yeah. that that's something that is a credit to the coaching staff and the diamondbacks ability right now to help these guys make that transition from minor league pitcher to major league pitcher and in some cases like with dre jameson uh finding more success at a major league level than yeah. he even did at a minor <laughs> way league level, way more which success doesn't really make any his, sense. his major league era was one-fifth of what it was in 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 triple a last A-line. year um yeah i think like there's this really interesting comparison between the Diamondbacks and the Orioles, and we'll probably like dive into that in in, yeah. in full force in yeah. a future episode. I think it's an interesting thing to talk about, especially over um, the last three seasons. It feels like these teams have been, yeah, you know, the 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 AL and NL versions of each other, basically. That's basically what like I constantly I feel like I constantly hear that like oh the Diamondbacks are like the Orioles of of the West or something like that. But I think even from a farm system standpoint, the teams are also in kind of a, a similar boat, right? Gunnar Henderson is is the Orioles oh, version of, of Corbin Carroll. Yeah, he's always one or two yeah. right next to Corbin Carroll. Right? right on on top one hundred list, Gunnar Henderson and Corbin Carroll are like right there. And then Grayson Rodriguez is their top pitching prospect. He projects to be excellent. Could have a really big uh, rookie year for them sort of along the lines of Brandon fought maybe maybe Rodriguez is a little bit more highly touted at this point depending on who you ask um, and then their third ranked prospect uh, according to by, by most accounts would be Jackson Holiday, uh, who of course was taken first overall uh, right in front of Drew Jones uh, yeah, in, yeah, in this right. uh, the, right. the first year player draft that we had last year. Oh, so man. we were, they, we, the we were, we were and Orioles. It, it's weird, like how these teams are just they're kind of lining yeah. up constantly. Yeah. Um, but I think the Orioles are in a similar situation where once once Henderson and Rodriguez uh, bounce off prospect lists, um, then you know it might they might have a similar outcome where maybe their their farm system isn't ranked quite as high once those guys graduate. Well, we want to thank you guys again for being here. We know it's a busy night here. There's a watch party going on within feet of us. Our, our normal Studio B 
uh, was was stolen from us by the Coyotes crew, which we're not going to forget anytime soon. <laughs> Ryan, Ryan remembered about the pizza. I didn't even remember about the pizza, Ryan. But uh, you know what? For, in honor of Ryan, let's go ahead and uh, Are we doing it. Yeah, let's drop a pizza emoji <laughs> in the chat. Everybody that drops a pizza emoji in there, I will enter your name into. And then you know what? Ryan's right. Like on a night like tonight, they deserve it. The guys, they the, do. Pe the people they that are here do. in yeah. the chat, you guys deserve it more than any other night because there are so many other shows you could be watching, things you could be watching. Kevin Durant, I don't know if you've heard, is playing for the Phoenix Suns now, and his debut is tonight. I don't know why I told people that. <laughs> yeah, I I, you're not As doing us way, any no, favors right now. Uh, <laughs> according to a report I just heard, he is not playing, so you should stay here watching this show. Um, but, of course, if you drop a pizza emoji in the chat, I will enter you into our drawing for a free 20-inch pizza from our friends uh, at Mountain Mike's, a 20-inch pepperoni pizza. So drop a pepperoni pizza in the chat, and I will add you guys to the list. Of course, Jesse... You know, Jesse, uh, Jesse can attest to this. These chairs are really comfy. Uh, we're not out here in this studio enough, to be honest. And uh, I'm kind of glad our studio got stolen because we're sitting in the big chairs tonight. And these <laughs> chairs were provided to us by our friends at More Furniture, uh, who have incredible furniture. And, uh, of course are one of the best places in the valley for you to get your stuff. Uh, Jesse has finally, hopefully started buying normal human adult furniture. Um, but I don't trust him. He says he has, and then he looks very suspicious afterwards. That <laughs> makes me believe his house once again is just filled with chase lounges. But of course, uh, you can buy Jesse furniture or at least suggest normal adult furniture for him. Uh, check out morefurniture.com uh, and talk about, of course, uh, wait, Ben says, Oh, never mind. I'm vegetarian. Ben, my dude, it's good. We will, uh, we will arrange for you to get a non pepperoni pizza. Uh, if that's the case. So don't worry about it. We got you hooked up. But of course, uh, morefurniture.com is where you need to go get your furniture, whether you're a vegetarian or not. Uh, of course, they have the white glove delivery service that you can get uh, not only furniture brought to your home, but set up for you so you don't have to do a thing. Uh, save big on the best furniture in the valley when you head to morefurniture.com. Uh, and again, uh, not only did we have Circle K as a new partner, but we here on this podcast are very excited to be partnering with our friends from Rotowire. Uh, yes, Rotowire, it's baseball season, and you can get your latest fantasy baseball news from Rotowire, a pioneer of fantasy sports for over 25 plus years. Uh, if you are playing fantasy baseball, you need their help. Let's be honest. <laughs> uh, I've talked about what an exhausting fantasy season baseball is, uh, but of course, Rotowire makes it so much easier for you. They got mock drafts galore. Uh, they have an Ask the Expert function. They have premise premium fantasy draft kits and so much more so uh not only not just baseball but they have fantasy advice on everything from golf the golf fantasy golf jesse uh soccer nascar xfl if, if someone wow someone get me invited <laughs> to your fantasy xfl league immediately because i need to get in on that but for a limited time rotowire is offering a free two-day trial to our listeners and when i say free i mean 100 percent no strings attached free just go to rotowire.com slash PHNX or Finks for Zach Gallen to register. Uh, no commitments. They're so confident that you're going to love their stuff that they want to, uh, and, and you'll want to get a subscription plan that they aren't even asking for a credit card up front. So you can go get that two day trial, take a sneak peek behind the paywall. And when the trial is done, you can decide if a RotoWire package is right for you. So make sure to check out our friends over at RotoWire, especially all of you baseball, fantasy baseball fanatics. Um, Jesse, I do have a movie 
that I want to pitch to Hollywood. Maybe, maybe, oh. maybe the ending isn't written yet because, of course, we still need to see how this whole thing plays out. But the Czech Republic baseball team in the World Baseball mm. Classic may have already won my heart over, Jesse. There is a movie to be made. There, there is a movie to be made. The Czech Republic will join Australia, China, Japan, and Korea in Pool B, and they will play uh, in Tokyo. Now, the Czech Republic, uh, as Jesse was filling me in on, uh, won their, their, what is it? It's a qualifier, right? Yeah, there's Against- like a, a qualifying tournament that they had to participate in and win. So there are a bunch of other teams vying to uh, participate in the WBC now, the uh, teams that ultimately that- were not allowed to because Sorry. the Czech Republic... One of the teams that won the spot. Now, the teams uh, from last year's WBC automatically get a uh, uh, place in this year's. And then there were four spots that were playing spots. Yeah. So you've got you've got four different pools, right? A, B, C and D consisting of five teams each. And in each pool, four of those teams, as you were talking about, uh, you know, played in the 2017 WBC. So they were automatically just retain their spot. And then uh, each pool has one team that is newly qualified this year. And so for Pool B, that is the Czech Republic. The reason why this is such a big story is we've talked about how the participation in the WBC has made some of these teams into absolute all-star teams. The Dominican Republic team is crazy. The United States team is insane. There's just, there are these you know, all-star teams all around baseball, including uh, Spain's team, which was considered to be very, very good and a favorite to win their qualifier against the Czech Republic. In fact, they had beaten the Czech Republic previously uh, by a score of 21 to 7 early in the qualifying play. Uh, And these two matched up again uh, in in somehow in in the advancement round and the Czech Republic one against Spain and and advance. Now the Czech Republic hasn't produced a major leaguer since 1952, at least 1952. I don't know exactly what the story is there. Uh, they didn't even have their own like league established within the Czech Republic right. until 1979. But right. yeah, I don't know who that's actually talking about. We'll have to like go back and figure sure. that out. But, but, but yeah, it's been 70 years. <laughs> the current team right now is comprised of and I don't know how to say this without insulting them, but ordinary dudes <laughs> is that the best way to say it? Like doctors and construction workers and people that have yeah. ordinary day jobs and such. They like, they all apparently basically every member of the Czech Republic's roster they don't play baseball full time. <laughs> yeah. they're just like they just they're have just normal jobs like us. So we have and I I wish I could actually pronounce these names, but I'm not going to try. Don't even I would, try. I would just utterly just give me some them. occupations. Um, but uh, we have a a sales rep who is the the captain of the team. We have a, a a designated hitter who is a financial analyst. We have a high school geography teacher. Hey. Uh, we have a a real estate <laughs> agent. We have. Um, one player who doubles as the team's media coordinator, uh, which is hilarious. <laughs> yes, to that's me. incredible. Uh, so I guess he just gets to reject all of his own interviews. <laughs> he just makes it so he's never available to the media. Um, and uh, yeah, and there's also a neurologist uh, on the Czech Republic baseball team. So yeah, like whether the Czech Republic really can hold its own in Pool B with those teams that you mentioned, uh, Australia, China, Japan, Korea, there are some pretty good teams in there. 
uh, especially, uh, I mean, China, Japan, and Korea, honestly, all three of those, I think, have at least some chance of of winning the WBC. Australia may be, may be a little bit more far-fetched, but... Yeah, I don't know if the Czech Republic is necessarily, you know, favored to win or anything. <laughs> now that would really be a movie. We're gonna have to yeah. get moving on that movie no, ASAP man, this, if that happens. This is this, this has cool runnings written all over it because this there is just go. one of those stories that is incredible. And you know, like you said, they launched their own league in 1979. It's the Czech Republic Extra, Extra Liga. I think that's how you say it. Um, they have eight teams, uh, and they even have their own baseball cards. So. Hey, there you go. That's they, incredible. They really That's do have incredible. their own baseball cards. But uh, if you guys haven't done so already, by the way, drop a pizza emoji in the chat and I will enter you into the drawing for a free pizza tonight. Um, and if I'm I sure- were that high school geography teacher, I'd be handing out my baseball card oh, like yeah. crazy. Oh, yeah. Well, I, you, you know, I gave you my card and you That's hate true. it so much. He hates that he has a trading card. Of I, me. Begrudgingly, I do think he it's really, still in my wallet. He but. has it in his wallet. That's, <laughs> see, we love each other. He might not act like it, but we really do. Uh, but, yeah, this is just a, an incredible story to watch. I mean, if you don't really care much for the WBC, but in general, you're looking for an intriguing story. This is it, man. Because again, yeah. these guys are really as, as every man team as you can get. And considering the talent that they're up against, like the one thing that they have going for them really is the fact that they just want to win. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, like representing your country and stuff, I think is important to a lot of these players, but these players have other things going on in their minds, right? Like they have, they, they're thinking about the season, finishing up spring training when they need to get back with their teams. Some of the players, you know, like Alec Thomas telling me the other day that it was easier for him to make that decision because his pool is playing here in Phoenix. Yeah. Made me realize like, Oh my God, like if the United States it was, was in a pool that was in Japan, like I wonder how, that would have impacted how many guys we saw participate. That's a in this, great right? point. Yeah, I mean, the D-backs have a few players playing for Team Italy uh, that Tori told us. I don't know if it's today. It might be like within the next few days. Uh, those players are leaving camp a little bit earlier than the other WBC participants. Because so one of the Dominics? Uh, it is, yes. I, I want to say it was Dominic Fletcher. Yeah. Um, I think Mitchell Stumpo is part of that group as well. But they're they're departing uh, spring camp here with very shortly uh, because they're playing in Taiwan. And so it's a little bit more disruptive for them than it is, as you're saying, for, you know, Alec Thomas or Merrill Kelly or one of those guys. Uh, Ryan H. in the comments said, let's get a PHNX team together to play against the DNVR jabronis. I'm 100 percent in. Like, I'm 100% uh, like, in. like we're playing. Are we playing wiffle ball? Are we playing any, real baseball? I don't, anything, any sport, any sport, any competition. Okay. Dre Jameson has me pumped up. I'm fucking ready to go. <laughs> I don't care. I want to beat somebody <laughs> in something like let's let's put money on it and let's go. I'm ready don't, to go. Don't you dare swing on Derek in a three. Oh, my. Don't you dare <laughs> swing on me in a three. count. Uh, and you can test me at a place like Octane Raceway and Mavericks. But let me tell you. It's not going to end well for you uh, unless you're Jacob, who is surprisingly good at kart racing. That was still <laughs> surprisingly sh- good. He's so you big. Just got to take a shot at him He's like so that. Big. It doesn't make any sense. It's a tiny golf. It's a tiny race car. You know, I, I just didn't expect that. But of course, uh, you can mm. beat your friends or maybe surprisingly lose to them. 
uh, over at Octane Raceway, plus Mavericks. Mavericks has an incredible arcade. They have bowling. They have all sorts of stuff. Uh, they have daily specials, including on Wednesday. It's winning Wednesday. Half-price arcade games all day, in my opinion, the best day to go. Saturday through Sunday, 50% off signature bowling before noon. So get up early, go out, have yourself some fun. Uh, more importantly, uh, they have all sorts of drink specials, all sorts of great food to be had. One of the best burgers I've had uh, was at Octane. So make sure to check that out. Book some fun this spring at Octane Raceway and Mavericks. Kart racing, virtual reality, laser tag, axe throwing. Jesse will not go axe throwing with me. I don't understand why. Uh, <laughs> bowling, arcades, great food, drinks, all of that. They've got it all. Bring in your spring training ticket stub, and you will get a free $10 game card. So check out OctaneRaceway.com and Mavericks.com to learn more and save those stubs. Save it's those right, stubs. It's right around the corner from Saw River Field. That's right. So. Yeah, he's not wrong. It's a whole, there's a whole day of fun to be Make had over there. It, yeah. And here's the thing. You want to save on tickets? Go to GameTime.co. What are you doing? I, I, I had a friend ask me, I need spring training tickets. I need them for as cheap as possible. Do you have any options? And I sent him the link and he was like, come on, man. And I was like, no. Go check it out. Tickets for his particular team that he was looking for were $4, Jesse. Wow. $4 spring training tickets. And we've talked about how expensive spring training tickets can be. So make sure to check out GameTime.co because guess what? <laughs> because of how expensive they are, there are a lot of open open seats in a lot of those stadiums. Plus, you know, you know how it goes. It's spring training. People have to work. So uh, ditch work and go out and see a spring training game and then go to Octane Raceway and Mavericks and then, you know, play some video games, have some food. Uh, game time right now will save you up to 60% on tickets when you buy them last minute. So procrastinators rejoice. And the best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link in the description. I need to go out and get myself a Czech Republic uh, WBC hat immediately. Yes. Uh, I don't remember. Their hat was pretty cool, I think. I Was it? Yeah, I don't even know if I, it was on that list because I think that the I'm not sure if the been. qualifiers were on that list. There were some hats that were particularly left off, but I don't know who. And that also, I also heard that list we uh, looked at was uh, a little weird because some of the teams actually have redesigned their hats since then. But uh, one more thing for you guys before we go, when we're t while we're talking WBC, uh, their rules are weird as shit. And I don't know what we're going to see, but uh, should it come down to a tie in some of these pools, uh, they have a really, <laughs> really strange way of uh, deciding this. Damon, do we have that graphic? All right. So I think I, it's great. <laughs> yeah, of course you do. Math teacher. Let's fucking look at this. They went with this as the tiebreakers. Lowest quotient of fewest runs allowed divided by the number of defensive outs recorded in games between the teams that are tied. What the fuck, Jesse? I don't even know. Can you put that into 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 some sort of formula for me? Because I don't understand this. I, I'm just quotients are powerful, Derek. I as, know. A, as a as a yeah you, yeah you know See, I know you already you know. know that. I know um, you know. No, I mean the the beauty of of dividing the numbers is that you know. If you so in the numerator, we have uh, the uh, runs allowed. Oh, I hate this. So this much. this is where my eyesight is failing me, mm -hmm. Derek. Can you can you read that top line for me? I the feel like I'm, I'm, like I'm at like a wait one like or two. Are we one right or two? Uh, read me number one again. All right, lowest quotient of fewest runs allowed divided by the number of defensive outs recorded in games between the teams that are tied. Right. So you want I mean you want the runs to be as low as possible. And then you want the outs to be as high as possible when you divide two numbers. I hate this. If, if, the, if the top number gets lower, 
then the quotient gets smaller. And if the Please bottom stop. number gets higher, no, then the quotient gets no, smaller. No. So it's like it's like if this? you have two numbers that you want to be moving in two opposite directions, then dividing them works pretty well. Uh yeah, no, this is this is wild. Uh this I, I don't know. It maybe it was somebody who uh I don't know had like their PhD in math or something who uh who came up with this because it's it's a pretty hardcore stuff that i i don't think most fans would possibly understand i hate it so much um, i hate it so much but uh yeah and then i mean the third one is also interesting the highest, highest batting, batting average. average in games in that round between the teams tied fuck run differential right why would we do that yeah that's just too easy that's interesting because i mean that's actually kind of controversial to use batting average as a tiebreaker because you know, some teams are able to do a lot of damage without necessarily hitting for a high average. Kyle so. says, excuse me, what the hell am I looking at? Just have a bracket, my guy. No, my guy, this is just for if it's tied, right? <laughs> this, is like, this is if no, it's tied. Th- whoever wins, it's not the team that scores <laughs> no, the I most runs. It. No, stop it. Stop it. <laughs> We're not. Stop no. it right now. If you score four, the other team scores three, you didn't necessarily win. <laughs> we have to take the quotient. Uh, no, yeah, the games right. still work the same way. That's just how we how we settle ties. I think Damon's got the hats back up, so let's take a look at that. There they are, the Czech Republic hat. That's pretty fire. That's it's cool. down there in the yeah. bottom row. A lot of great hats there. I still love these hats, uh, but I don't know, man. Uh, Israel's pretty pretty hard. Uh, Netherlands is fire. Of course, Puerto Rico is always an incredible hat, but I'm kind of biased when it comes to that. Any uh, any favorites for you there that I didn't already cover? Or is- that that Czech Republic one, I think I it's think it's worth solid. getting. Yeah, and it it's really like, is good. I mean, for me, like I personally wouldn't buy a hat just because I thought it looked cool. I would want to have some sort of attachment to the brand, Correct. right? Correct. I think that's probably how a lot of people yep. feel. So, and now now I got an attachment. The Czech Republic, you get attached for pretty easy. I'm like, ready to I mean, you got like plumbers out there playing, <laughs> you know, fielding ground balls. I so love it, it so much. It's a it's an incredible story. I love it so much. I like it's, the Australia hat a lot. Yeah, the green, the, uh, green. Yeah, yeah, they've always had a solid design. I just hate the USA logo so goddamn much. Yeah, we just it's need... still the worst one, unfortunately. Man, it sucks. It sucks because they're going to be good this year. But make sure to catch that. Of course, if you're here in Phoenix, you have the luxury of going and checking out the WBC in person. Make sure if you haven't gotten tickets already to grab those tickets on game time. Uh, and of course, you can use uh, our. You can get your tickets uh, through our link in the description so make sure to do that we thank you guys so much for being here of course before we go it's pizza time uh if i'm not mistaken i only got four emojis am i right damon can you do can you do a double check on me make sure i didn't miss any emojis i got jeremy zona ben and ryan that's it uh any more emojis before i spin the wheel kyle you want to get in on this i don't know if you're still around but uh we're going to give away a free 20 inch pepperoni pizza to our friends at mountain mike's uh and i'm going for it let's go let's do it this is for the people that you guys deserve it you guys deserve it so (laughs) let's get this going right now and uh ryan is our big winner so congratulations to ryan the guy who reminded me about uh the drawing wins the pizza so that is not at all in any way shape or form uh jesse can see right jesse jesse confirms as as the second party there here. was no tampering. There was no tampering. But, of <laughs> course, we thank you guys so much for being here. Uh, go watch Kevin Durant play some basketball. In the meantime, you can follow us on Twitter. I am at Cap underscore Caveman with a K. Jesse is at Jesse N. Friedman. Our show is at PHNX underscore D-backs. But, of course, all roads lead to at PHNX underscore sports on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. We thank you guys for joining us, as always, on behalf of Damon, Jesse, and myself. We appreciate your time. And remember, kids, baseball is fun, but it's so much more fun 
when your team trades for Kevin Durant. Let's go!